Hey friends, happy Friday to you. I hope you are looking forward to a restful weekend. When you're going into your weekend, don't forget to do your weekend reset. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever you feel like you need to reset for the weekend, make sure that you put that on your calendar, make it a priority and do that. Because when you take time to reset on the weekend, it prepares you for the week to come. And I have three bare minimum things that I do on the weekend. I will link the blog post below and you can check it out. But on today's episode, I am sharing with you a conversation that I had with my friend Emily on habit hacking our health. This topic comes up a lot with my clients. They always have a goal of wanting to exercise more. They want to eat better. They want to meal plan and they don't have the mental capacity to be able to do that. And so when I'm working with them, helping to get their life organized, get their life more systemized, then it provides them the opportunity. And like I said, the mental capacity to wrap their mind around achieving that goal and taking the next step to build those habits of exercising, eating better and meal planning. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, yep, that's me. I want to lose weight. I want to exercise more. I want to eat better, but I can't wrap my mind around it because there's so much clutter around me, not just physical clutter, but mental clutter. Like I don't even have the brain capacity to even think about that stuff. Friend, it is time to get your life organized and systemized, and you don't have to do it alone, okay? Reach out to me, lisa at habitsandhome.com, and let's hop on a free 15-minute coaching consultation call. We'll talk about what you need and how I can support you through this journey. Again, email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com. You have nothing to lose, friend. All right, let's dive into today's episode, Habit Hacking Our Fitness and Food Freedom with Emily Nichols. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, Emily, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm so excited to have you on today because I know that you love habits And something that you teach on is how to have healthy habits in health, fitness, wellness, healthy eating. And I cannot wait to dive into those topics today. So first of all, why don't you introduce yourself, where your podcast is, what it's called, and how you help women. Yeah, Lisa, thank you so much for having me on the show. I could talk about habits all day long, (laughs) but we'll we'll kind of start from the beginning. But thanks again for having me on the show. My name is Emily Nichols. I'm the host of the Self Transform podcast, where, like you said, I help women have it hack their health. And we do that in as little as time as possible and without the guilt. 
easier said than done, but what we're trying to do is really, I'm just on a mission to help busy working moms in particular transform their lives into barely surviving to thriving. And what we like to think is we're giving a lot of different tools to put in your own transformation tool belt. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I using that word guilt definitely sent a trigger in me because a lot of moms, I know for me as a young mom with little kids, not now I'm almost 40 and I have a 14 year old and a 12 year old and a nine year old. So I'm not a young mom anymore. <laughs> same, same, same. I'm 41 and my boys are 14 and 11. So yeah. we're, we're in the same range here. We're right there together. But in the earlier stages of my motherhood, I remember having so much mom guilt, so mm. much around my health, around if I'm disciplining my kids the right quote unquote, right way, if I'm spending enough time with them. And I love that you are coming alongside of women and helping them live what's best for them, giving them, giving the permission to give themselves self-care by not the popular uh, definition of self-care, like getting your hair done and your nails done and your eyelashes filled, which is totally fine. But this is like really like the basics of self-care help wellness, taking care of their homes, which is what I do. And so let's dive into the habits part. I help women like you um, overhaul their habits and really using habits to transform their life. I help them to transform their homes to live more simply. So how do habits play a role in well, wellness and fitness and eating right and, and just people feeling good in general? Yeah, well, you kind of think of it this way, Lisa, we already have so many habits that make up our day, right? It's 50% plus, like it's probably like 90% at this point of things that we unconsciously do throughout the day. You know, there's things that you do around your home that you don't even have to think about, right? It's the same thing with your health, whether it be a healthy habit or maybe a not so healthy habit for you. So, you know, like, you know, I always keep a bottle of water next to my desk. So I'm always drinking water throughout. I just saw you take a sip. That, like that. That's just right there in itself, a, a trigger, a cue to remind me, okay, I need to stay hydrated throughout the day. So there's a lot of different habits that we're doing throughout the day. But when it comes to our health, I mean, especially as women, I feel like you know, health has been so overwhelming and complicated and taught in so many different ways. So what we really try to do is just simplify, okay, what does being healthy mean for you? But what we find is the biggest challenge, like you said, guilt earlier as well, is how to actually do the thing. It's like, how do we actually, okay, I want to eat healthy. How do I do that? Because the way habit strategy is taught a lot of times, it's from a male perspective. They're like, okay, you'll just set up this habit and you just do it. And it's like, okay, I'm going to work out, you know, three days a week. Oh my gosh, my kid got sick at the time I was going to work out. Now I have to go get them. And oh, you know, it's the holiday season. I got to, you know, make sure my husband prints out Christmas labels so I can send out the cards this week in time. There's a lot of extra tabs open in our heads. So to even make the time to when we think we don't have the time to take care of ourselves, it feels really hard. And to start a new habit, 
it takes brain power. It's opening up another tab in our head. And I don't know about you, Lisa, I got a ton of tabs open in my head on my laptop. Like my husband, it gives him like anxiety looking at my laptop. And I'm like, these are all the things I'm thinking about. I'm like, this is what my head looks like. So what we're just trying to do is just kind of think of it. Okay. What do I need right now? And follow a simple process to actually do it, but do it from a female perspective and knowing that, Hey, we have a few extra obstacles sometimes where we have to give ourselves a little grace. I know that it might take a little bit more time. Yeah. Well, I was looking over your Instagram earlier today, just kind of like seeing what, what all you're about and what you, you know, kind of your vibe. And one, I think one post that I saw really quickly, it said, um, you don't have to earn your food. I love that so mm -hmm. much. So can you speak on that a little bit on your, your heart behind that and how the message that you want women to hear, like, you know, they have these habits, probably some bad habits and we have a lot going on. So yeah, we want to treat ourselves, treat ourselves to something we enjoy and we will work really, really hard just so we can give ourselves the permission to enjoy these foods. So can, what do you want to say to the woman who feels like she has to earn the things that she wants to eat? Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that resonated with you. Cause I feel that like in my soul, like in my bones, because I used to think I did have to earn, you know, treats or food, or if I ate too much, then maybe I shouldn't be eating as much the next few days afterwards. I think any woman listening can kind of relate to that, but I like to teach a system around food freedom and what that definition is different for everybody. What food freedom means to me is the habits I have around my food is to fuel my body, but to also fuel my soul as well. Mm -hmm. So yes. anyone that listens to my show knows that I love tacos. I love tacos and margaritas like no other. And part of, yes, part of my food freedom is, okay, every Tuesday, we're going to have taco Tuesday at our house, but we do it in a way that's healthy or, Hey, my girlfriends want to meet for some tacos and margaritas. Great. Let's do it. I'm not going to have a picture of margaritas. Cause I know from past experiences, how I will feel afterwards. So I'll just have one, maybe two. And cause it's worth it to me in this experience in this moment around it. But sometimes as women, we find ourselves kind of just because of diet culture, we've learned that maybe foods are good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, I don't want to eat this. That's really bad for me. It's like food has no morality. It's food. Like it's an inanimate object, right? So we have to kind of lose that perception of food being either good or bad and start building up habits to make food really simple. So kind of thinking of it this way, Lisa, you know, we're trying to, you know, do what we think we think everyone else is doing on social media. I'm making this big elaborate breakfast. And you're like, I am just doing the bare minimum running out the door, grabbing like a protein bar because I got to get my kids to school because they're going to be late again. And I don't want to have to get out of the car in my pajamas at school drop off. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have to kind of lose that mentality. Like I have to have this beautiful, you know, extravagant breakfast or food or for that matter. And just think of what's the bare minimum to fill me up right now. Now there is a place for, you know, thinking about food as a, as a, a place of fuel for you to like eating colorful foods. Cause you know, when you eat like crap and all honesty, you're not going to feel so great. Right. But when you eat a lot of colorful foods, you're taking care of yourself. You know, you're just prioritizing protein, which I like to, you know, just prioritize protein to women and try not to eat as much 
processed foods, you'll feel great. And then you aren't restricting all the time. And then you can come from a place of, yeah, I can have tacos and margaritas and not feel guilty about that. Right. But as far as like food freedom goes and habits around that, we have to keep it as simple as possible and kind of lose that all or nothing mentality. And, you know, a habit to do is maybe even to track when you find yourself eating. Is it fueled by emotions. A lot of times we are emotional eaters. Most of the clients I work with, they're like, I struggle with food. I'm like, well, what's your biggest struggle? I just emotional eat. And it's like, okay, well, let's kind of track, see what kind of habits are triggering those. And let's replace them with healthier habits instead and flip the script as far as what, what that food is doing for you. And if you're actually hungry, if you're trying to soothe yourself. I love that. I love that you didn't make it complicated. And you said, we're trying to make this simple for women. And the, like you said, this, the social me media influence and yeah, it's okay. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of us don't see that social media as art, but, but a lot of people put their stuff on there because it's very artistic for them to do so. But then we take their art as reality when that is not really reality on a daily basis. So I, mm -hmm. I like to, in my community in my realm of influence, I like to give people permission to be real <laughs> and to be themselves. And a couple of, like, I think it was last week I was making some biscuits and I have this goal to make this biscuit, homemade biscuit recipe that my sister-in-law has. But like five years later, after asking her for the recipe, I still haven't made the dang homemade biscuits. So I resort to, I meal plan, but my meal plan consists of canned biscuits that I get from Aldi. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I, I had this thought one morning last week and I was laying out the biscuits on the pan and I just felt the need to give women the permission, the mom's the permission. If you're the mom making the canned biscuits, you're doing good. If you are the mom running through the drive-through on your, taking your kids to school, buying the biscuits from Hardee's, you're doing good. If you are the mom who is making the homemade biscuits from scratch, you're doing good. If you're the mom doing all three of them at any given time, because you just need to keep it simple. Sometimes you want to be Betty Crocker. And sometimes you just want to be, you know, microwave mama, where you just put it in the microwave, you're doing good. So I love how you said keeping it simple. And I like to use the, the term, keeping it within your capacity. That is something that I teach women to do because we, we create these lifestyles and I, I specifically speak on decluttering and living more minimal in our home because we create these lifestyles of so much. Mm -hmm. And as women, we just take on and take on. And I can't speak for men because I, I mainly speak for women, but we we take on a lot of stuff. And by like re, like evaluating how it's making us feel, like taking the time and evaluating, oh, this is really not making me feel good getting it to where it's simplified. I, I totally agree. So you spoke a little bit on the shoulds. I also, when I was browsing through your podcast episodes, that one also stood out to me, the shoulds. <laughs> Stop shooting yourself to death. And that is so true. We say, I shouldn't. And I work with, I'm a professional organizer and I help people to declutter. And they'll say, I probably should get rid of this. And I'm like, Who's, who says that? Who, who's the shoulds? 
who, who is saying that you should do this? So can you speak on that a little bit, how you coach women about the shoulds around their health and fitness? Yeah. So this is one of the pillars we teach on as far as like, um, we kind of focus just on three fundamental needs. So movement, food freedom, and then mindset and mindset. A big part of it is we're shoulding ourselves. And like you just said, Lisa, I'm always like, when someone's like, oh, I should do this. I'm like, says who? Like says who? (laughs) And usually they're like, I don't know me, I guess I'm just having that, that mentality. Right. So a lot of times we need to ask ourselves another layer to that question or a statement. We're like, Oh, I should, I should be working out or I should be eating healthier. I should do this. You know, I can't do this. I not as good as this mom. I wish I could do like this mom, or I can't do this. The next question that maybe ask yourself, well, is that really true? Mm-hmm. Is that really true? Because a lot of times we, we come up with these ideas in our head that we have to have all or nothing. We have to do this. We have to be perfectionist. And, you know, God didn't make us, you know, to be, <laughs> he's perfect. We're not perfect. So we right. have to kind of deal with, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm trying my best. Like that meme you see, it's like, I'm trying my best here, <laughs> you know? Um, so kind of com- coming up with a question to ask yourself to kind of pause and even journal about it and say, well, is this really true when you find yourself shooting yourself, especially around health and fitness? You know, we, like I mentioned, there's a lot of things on social media we think people are doing, or even, you know, I've had girlfriends say like, oh, I felt guilty for not working out today. I really should have. And it's like, well, why should you have, you know, because that reason is personal for you. If it's like, oh, so I could, you know, I coach at Orange Theories. It's like, so I could show off my stats on social media. (laughs) I actually worked out. Or is it like, no, I really should, because I know it would have made me feel better. That's a whole different story you're telling yourself there. Or even when it comes to food, you know, like I should buy the, I should make the homemade biscuits because so-and-so does it. And it's like, well, is that really true? And you're like, no, my kids really don't care. Like they'll, they'll eat whatever. And if the experience is great for them, it's great for you. So really kind of taking a step back and saying, okay, when you're shooting yourself, okay, says who you should do that and take another step back and whatever whatever statement you're telling yourself, ask yourself, is this true? You know, even journal about it and even maybe kind of find, maybe you're finding some triggers in your day that are making your, you should yourself. Maybe you find yourself talking not so nice to yourself after scrolling social media. You know, maybe you find yourself comparing yourself to others and you're like, well, maybe that's a habit that's not really healthy for me. So I'm going to set a time limit on that. Or when I notice I'm doing that, I'm going to shut the app down or I'm going to unfollow or um, I think you can silence people or something if it's like your friend and you don't want them to know like you unfollow. Them. <laughs> I do that all the time. Um, Same. But, you know, with, you know, protecting your own mental health in that way is really important. And just being aware of that the way we talk to ourselves is a habit. And it's one where we can flip the script if we're super intentional with it. Awesome. Awesome. I do the same. I mute everyone, everyone. And they'll say, did you see a blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I, I didn't tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on though. I want to have like a face-to-face conversation, real life, real life. I need all the real life conversation and interaction. I, my, my love language is physical touch, words of affirmation. I need the interaction. I love how you said using the shoulds as like an alarm, like to get your awareness. So instead of, I remember somebody, I listened to a podcast one time and she said she used jealousy, the feelings that she was feeling of jealousy to show her 
to kind of like bring awareness to her that, huh, what is it that I really want? It was like, it was, it, it, it triggered her, but then it, she sat, instead of like just sitting in the feeling, she, she used that feeling in a positive way to help bring more awareness to her life. So using the shoulds, like when you feel that feeling of, I should, instead of just sitting in the guilt and just like, you know, taking it in and wallowing in it, using the shoulds as a trigger to um, help you evaluate the situation. Okay. If I should feel like I should be working out, huh, I'm probably not prioritizing my time. I'm probably not prioritizing my sleep. That's a big one for me. If I don't get enough sleep, I don't feel like doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What kind of, and I speak on resets a lot in my own podcast. So what kind of health and wellness reset, what does that look like for someone to do? What could they do? Something really simple for them to start with. Yeah, this is a great question because I imagine most of the women listening, they've like, okay, I've tried to like on a Monday or like January 1st, like I'm going to work out, I'm going to meal prep, I'm going to journal, I'm going to use my planner. And then like by the end of the month, they were like, that was too much. It was too much. It was too many things. So yes, I actually have a free masterclass called the Healthy Habit Reset. We actually do it live together every quarter, but pretty much is answering the question you just asked, Lisa, which is so great. So we we teach a method and there's a five-step method. I'll go over it super quickly for you. But when we're thinking about like, okay, I want to start taking care of my health. Kind of like I alluded to earlier, health and wellness has become very complicated and overwhelming because of diet culture. So if you just think about it in this way, thinking of like a pyramid and thinking of, you know, like psychology 101, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, at the bottom of that pyramid, it's your fundamental needs. If you're not taking care of your basic fundamental needs, that base of support isn't there, it's gonna crumble. It's going to crumble. So when I when I say fundamental needs, when I when it's coming from a woman's perspective, I think, okay, movement, food freedom, mindset. And there's a ton of different habits that can fall under that. But what I would do is ask yourself, okay, well, what do I need right now? You know, if you're going into a season where you're like, okay, this is going to be a really busy season. I'm going to a bunch of birthday parties. We have events. We're going to be eating out a lot. Maybe I need to prioritize my food freedom so I don't feel like I'm falling off the wagon or it snowballs into I'm eating like that throughout the rest of the year, right? So it's like, okay, well, the next step would to think about like, okay, well, someone that's practicing food freedom, what is my habit identity around that? What type of habits would I do to be a person that is, um, you know, having healthy habits around food? It's like, okay, well, I'm doing like little mini meal peps throughout the week. I'm enjoying cake on the, at the birthday parties. If I want it, I'm eating colorful foods. I'm prioritizing, you know, foods that fuel me body and soul. Okay. It's like, okay, well then the next step is to really think about your time. Because our time is one of our biggest challenges other than guilt with the women I talk to when it comes to your health. You think, okay, food freedom's great. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to do this. Well, it's kind of sitting back thinking about, okay, well, let me inventory my time, maybe see where some of my time wasters are. Just take a whole inventory of what you're doing every day and be like, okay, I got an extra 30 minutes there. I can throw some chicken in the oven. That won't take me any time. That way I have some meals for the next couple of days. Then we actually think of habit strategy from there. It's like, okay, I'm prioritizing food freedom for this next 21 days, this next month. I figured out when I'm going to do it. Now, 
I have to have strategy behind that. So that's when something called a habit loop comes into play. Um, so there's some type of cue, there's a routine and reward. So maybe it is you are setting out a pan the night before to be like, okay, I'm going to stick the chicken in the oven or some type of post-it note to remind yourself, put the thing in the crock pot so it cooks all day so you don't forget about it. You actually do the thing and at the reward, you're like, okay, I have this great meal. I didn't have to hit a drive-through, done and done. And the good thing to do from there is to really track it and then start stacking other healthy habits onto there. So tracking it using some type of tracker. We, we have a lot of different affordable trackers in the transformation shop because I tracking is a habit in itself and visually seeing that helps you stay motivated. But then over time, you can start stacking new habits onto that. So like my food freedom, I feel great. Maybe I want to start moving my body more. Okay go through that same process again and figure out how that logistically is going to work in your life. And maybe you need to reset about every quarter. It's what I suggest because a lot of times as moms, it's dictated by our kids and their schedules. Like spring is a busy, busy time for us because both my boys play spring sports. So it is just bonkers with driving them everywhere. <laughs> so I might, I'll have to do a reset then and kind of prioritize, okay, what's going to be most important for my health right now. So I can show up as the best version of me and still feel healthy. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love that. I love that you mentioned the cue, the routine and the reward and learning how to stack those habits. Um, also giving ourselves grace during, you know, like you said, every quarter, okay, let's have a self-evaluation. What does mama need? Focusing on those fundamental needs. And if anybody needs to research Maslow's hierarchy of fundamental needs, that is something that they can look into. It, it, it's something that I studied in psychology back in high school, but I never paid attention to it until, yeah. <laughs> until I really needed it as a mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I was digging deep into habit strategy, after I had like my own, like physical, mental, emotional, spiritual transformation, I was kind of like, oh, oh, I remember this from psychology. Like that makes sense, but how can I apply it to being a busy working mom? And at the top of the pyramid is like self-fulfillment, self-actualization. And a lot of times we're trying to get to that very top and we can't do it because we're running on fumes. The base isn't there to support us to get to that top. And like I said, there's a lot of different habits that could fall under those three areas, but you kind of have to evaluate and reset and see what you need in this point in your life. Maybe it's a great time and you're like, I'm training for like a half marathon. I'm going out with some intensity right now. It feels really great. Okay. Now I don't have that intensity. I don't have that time. And a lot of times that's when we fall off the wagon, like I said earlier, and we're like chasing it down the road, not ever able to catch it again. And then we just do nothing. We have to do something. The bare minimum is better than nothing. Right. And I, I, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I love James Clear. I love his book, Atomic Habits. It's one of the books that I read right before I decided to do this podcast. And I was like, I am going to title my podcast Habits at Home because I was a um, professional organizer. And I knew for people to stay organized and stay clutter-free, it had, I had to focus on their habits. And so one, one thing, like probably the biggest takeaway that I had from his book is identity is if you want your habits to really stick, you have to identify as a certain person. So like you said, the marathon runner, instead of saying, I am, a, or instead of saying, I'm, I'm running, I'm going to go run. You say, I'm a runner. 
He uses the example of the smoker. If somebody, if you want to break a bad habit of smoking and somebody offers you a cigarette, you don't say, I don't smoke. You say, I'm not a smoker. It changed. And know the wording sounds, you, you would almost think that's so simple, but what you're doing is you're reaffirming your identity, your, the self-actualization of who you are. For me, I am going to say I am a patient mom. <laughs> I am a patient mom, not I'm going to be patient. <laughs> I'm a, I am a patient mom. Totally. It totally changes the whole thing. Well, and it helps those habits actually become a little bit more intentional and solid versus, yeah. you know, figuring really focusing on who do I want to be and how are my habits going to support who I want to be. So if I'm going to be a patient mom, maybe I need to take care of my own health a little bit more. So I do show up more patient. So what do those habits look like for you personally? Right, right. This has been a great conversation, Emily. So before we hop off, can you tell our listeners again, what your podcast is called? So again, thank you so much for having me on the show, Lisa. I love, I could geek out on habits all day long, but y'all can find the self-transform podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So go listen, let me know what you think. And like I said, I have a free masterclass. It's called the Healthy Habit Reset. I teach that method that I just um, shared with you all here on the show. You can get it for free. Or like I said, every quarter I do it live and I go through it for three days um, and like literally 15 minutes a day because I know y'all are busy. I keep it short, short, short and sweet to the point. Give you some action and let's go. But you can find that at bit.ly slash free reset masterclass. I'll make sure Lisa has the link for you all as well. But thank you so much for having me on the show. This was so fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Emily. I love chatting with friends who are just as excited as I am about overhauling and hacking our habits. Friend, this goes beyond decluttering. It goes beyond just trying to live as a minimalist. If you have been stuck and you can't take the next step in front of you, I want to help. Email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com and let's schedule your free 15-minute coaching consultation. You have nothing to lose and so much to gain. All right, friends, I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.